702 Africa Fridays. But Crystal is no cover. She is an original in her own right. It is Africa Fridays. Crystal, a very good morning to you. Happy Friday. We're going to Sudan on this wet morning here in Johannesburg. The state broadcaster in that country uh, claiming, of course, uh, that uh, on the 21st of September, a coup d'etat was thwarted by the country's state security agencies. But there are questions about whether those within that state who support the former president, Omar al-Bashir, are lurking in the shadows, causing trouble. Hey, good morning, Bongani, and good to speak to you. And um, yes, we are originals after all, um, Bongani. Um, And so... Um, Sudan, Bongani, I thought it's important that we reflect on it because, one, we've spoken about it extensively, whether um, from the political transition it had two years ago to the ousting of Omar al-Bashir. And, of course, just a few few weeks ago, Bongani, we spoke about the fact that um, the country and the the transitional council decided to hand over al-Bashir to the International Criminal Court. Now, I don't think that those events um, are just random. I think they're all linked that led to this attempted coup. What's interesting, Bongani, coup leaders will always go to the public broadcaster first uh, when they try to attempt a coup. And in this case, they tried going to the um, the uh, you know the state radio station. Uh, they were, of course, unsuccessful. It has now emerged one of the key plotters um, was is a senior um, official in the army and a loyalist to President Omar al-Bashir um, and also a mem- and several members of the National Congress Party, which has since been disbanded. Um, and what this clearly shows for Ghani, whilst there's been a political transition that is now 39 months old, you know, the old um, alliances, the old, um, you know, political groupings, they've not disappeared. In fact, they've been lurking in the shadows. They're still in the military, and I think this has been the subsequent, um, you know, outcome of that um, alliances. So what we've seen, Bongani, of course, 39 months ago, a popular uprising led to the ousting of Omar al-Bashir, a transitional sovereign council came into power. Um, in fact, they appointed uh, Prime Minister Abdullah Hamdok, um, a key bureaucrat working the UN system as that prime minister to lead the country out of um, this transitional period into, um, of course, you know, a government of national unity and eventually an election. What we have seen, Bongani, it's easier said than done. Firstly, they've had to do um, and implement some very unpopular decisions, um, including economic and political reform, and including that handing over of Omar al-Bashir to the International Criminal Court. What we've also seen, there's been anger on the streets because of state subsidies, for instance, on fuel, electricity, have been cut off for public spending. Now, this was one of the major um, key drivers that the international community agreed upon to welcome Sudan back into the international fold. Now, Sudan is desperate, Bongani, to um, access loans from the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank. And the World Bank and the IMF said, look, we can help you, but we want key concessions. And that concessions means major cuts in public spending. Bongani, and I think it's also a lesson for us here in South Africa because, you know, we know what our wage bill is. We know what's coming in, what's going out. And, and we have it at the back of our, hand, of our head. But the reality is when the IMF and the World Bank comes in, Bongani, they tell you what to do. You don't have a say. There is no democracy, Bongani. They tell you, you will cut social grants, you will cut subsidies on X, Y, and Z, and you literally don't have a choice. 
And this is what the Transitional Council have been dealing with. So these cool classes, Bongani, they are now saying we are here because there's anger on the streets. I'm not forgetting also they are still supporting Omar al-Bashir. They are not happy um, that this Transitional Authority wants to hand him over to the International Criminal Court. And what it clearly shows all of these factors that I've outlined, Bongani, it really, you know, the road to democracy is a hard one. And for Sudan, um, it's certainly not going to be easy. I don't think these school plotters, they disappeared. I still think, as you said in your intro, they're lurking um, behind the shadows. And I think it's going to be a tough time ahead for um, Sudan and the Sudanese people, Bongani. Yes, indeed. Uh, I suppose that's the nature of how these things work. Um, Omar al-Bashir was such a strong man in Sudan for so long, really had an iron grip on that country. And loyalists obviously don't disappear overnight, especially those who stood to benefit under his rule. And so uh, more choppy waters, I suppose, for that country. Crystal Alderson will leave it there for this week's Africa Friday.